Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Gains for Girls podcast. Uh, we have a special guest this week. Um, earlier this week, there was a Senate Judiciary hearing surrounding name, image, and likeness. Um, and on this hearing, they had President Charlie Baker. And when I say president, I mean the president of the NCAA. Um, he was implemented back in March. Um, this was really his first time being under oath, publicly asked a lot of questions that I think deserve to be answered. Uh, and one, our guest today, uh, Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri, he asked him those tough questions. Um, he asked him about the locker room, the policies that are in place. And so super excited to have him on and couldn't be more grateful for his leadership and how he's willing and, and, and ready to stand with women. And so check out the interview with Senator Josh Hawley. I wanted to thank you for your line of questioning, for the questions that you asked, how you so thoughtful, thoughtfully pursued what you did. Um, I wanted to just kind of really broadly ask you at first what you thought of his answers. And I'll tell you what I thought first. Um, I thought it was incredibly disingenuous. I was pretty unimpressed and I thought it was unsatisfactory. Um, but I, I want to get your thoughts. Well, I think you nailed it. And it's great to be on with you, Riley. Thank you so much for having me on. And thank you for your incredible, bold stand for women, for sports, I mean, all of the above. It's amazing. And yeah, I, you know, I thought to, to Charlie Baker, uh, he hemmed and he hawed. He first tried to blame his predecessor. I wasn't there. And then he said, you know, uh, a bunch of mealy mouthed, uh, maybe, maybe we maybe we made some mistakes. He wouldn't quite. So then I tried to nail him down and say, well, what, what's your policy now? That was my question. Are you still forcing women to accept biological men in their locker rooms without their consent. And then he said, well, no, I mean, we pro probably wouldn't do it that way again. And, you know, I'm just like, listen, you're the head of the NCAA. I mean, spit it out. Just say you were wrong. What you did was wrong. What you did it threatens the safety of women everywhere. And just tell us the truth. Are you doing it now or not? And the fact that, Riley, I mean, you know this better than everybody, but the fact that under oath, these guys cannot tell the truth and will not talk about it really, I think, says everything. It's extraordinary. Of course. Um, and speaking of his predecessor, uh, Mark Emmert, who was the president of the NCAA, I will never forget publicly after the, uh, the week or so following that NCAA championships in 2022, again, where Thomas was allowed to compete in the women's category after three years of competing against the men being mediocre at best. We all know the story. The weeks following, um, Mark Emmert released a statement. And it, it says word for word, it says, I unequivocally stand in my decision to allow Leah Thomas to swim with the women because it's based in evolving science, which I just think is comical to use those terms. But I say that to say, I saw Mark Emmer at this conference where they were announcing NCAA Woman of the Year, to which I was nominated for, which is the most, it's the most prestigious honor for collegiate female athletes. But Leah Thomas was also nominated for NCAA Woman of the Year. But anyways, I see Mark Emmer at this conference. I approach him and he says, thank you for doing what you're doing. Keep fighting, keep pushing. And the audacity to say that as if he's not the one we're fighting. And so I was super 
excited, I'll say, when when there was a new president, uh, Charlie Baker. He was, you know, put in place back in March is when he assumed his position. And, and I, I thought he was someone who considered all viewpoints and considered fairness and, and these these different aspects. Um, but clearly that wasn't the case. And so going off that, Senator Lee asked a question and he said, you know, do has anyone apologized to Riley and the other female athletes who were at that meet? Um, and he's, you know, well, same line of answering, response, you know, well, I wasn't there, so I don't know. And I don't defend it. And he says, that's not what I was asking. Has anyone apologized? Um, and I, I agree that it was totally cowardly to to not take that opportunity to ensue an apology. And so do you think he owes an apology? And, and really to who? Who is he? Who should he be apologizing to? Well, he does owe an apology. He owes an apology to you and to female athletes everywhere, but particularly those who the NCAA put into this position. I mean, your testimony to the Senate was so powerful because you laid it out. And that's why I read it to him. When he, I didn't want him to wheeze. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, well, let me just read it to you. You know, there's the testimony. You forced a biological man into the women's locker room. You didn't tell them. You didn't ask for their consent. And you sure as heck didn't get their consent. So if you think that that was wrong and he now acts like, oh, well, maybe we made a mistake, well, say that. Man up, say it. We made a mistake. That was wrong. I apologize for it. And then the best thing would be, we're not going to do it again. No more of this like, well, we defer to, to the individual sports. That was the line he tried. He sort of evolved to yesterday. Well, it's up to the individual. Listen, is there an NCAA policy? Yes or no. And if there isn't, there should be. And the policy should be that biological men are not in women's locker rooms in mean, this this shouldn't be hard. So I, the fact, once again, that these guys cannot just come up and give straight, honest answers tells you everything. They don't want to talk about it. And the other thing, Riley, is, as you know from experience, they resent being asked about it. You could tell. He resented being put on the spot. It's almost as if, oh, how, how dare you ask me about this? They sure as heck didn't have any problem forcing you to have a man in your locker room. They had no issue with that. And like, but they don't like to be asked about it. I mean, come on, come on. No, of course they don't. Um, I'm sure he was heavily coached on on how to weasel out of any situation regarding that yesterday. And the thing that blows my mind, um, Charlie Baker has a daughter who's my age who plays sports. And it's the same thing we see among both the U.S. House and the Senate. Uh, we see typically these Democrats voting, well, actually in the U.S. House entirely falling on party lines of Democrats voting in opposition of protecting women's sports, which is ironic. Um, it would be comical if there weren't real effects and if it, if it wasn't reality. And so I guess my question is, do you, do you think these people really think this your colleagues? Um, I mean, do you think, especially the ones with young daughters like Charlie Baker, do you think they really are okay with their daughters undressing in locker rooms with grown men exposing themselves really yeah good question I, I suspect that if it were their daughters then it'd be a different story but you know they are they're certainly happy to vote for it as you said they're happy to go out there and, and talk as if it's a matter of, of justice what i don't understand is is why is it a matter of justice for women to have their sports eliminated i mean is it run that by me again i mean we, we have we've heard all this talk for all these years about how we need to have parity in women's sports which is absolutely true we have title nine which is supposed to guarantee women access at the collegiate level and elsewhere to sports. And now these people are bulldozing that. They're saying that if you're a woman, you know, hey, sorry. I mean, you have to accept the men in the sport. You have to accept the men in the locker room. 
And we're all just supposed to be fine with it. And to your point, if you're not fine with it and you speak out, they come after you. And they say that they right. like, call you every name in the book. You're a discriminator. You're a fascist. You're blah, 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 blah. I mean, so uh, to me, either you are for women's sports and basic common sense, or you're not. And uh, I just go back to the fact they know that this is crazy stuff. That's why they don't want to talk about it. That's why Charlie Baker That's didn't correct. want to answer questions about it. Because he knows it sounds insane to come out of your mouth like, yeah, I think it's fine to have biological men in a woman's locker room and force the women to change in front of them, that's nuts. Like 98% of people think that's nuts and yet they're doing it. So they should have the guts to defend it or change the policy. Exactly. And and that was something he mentioned yesterday was, you know, we care about the safety and security. Those are the words he used. We care about the safety and the security of all of our student athletes. Um, Well, speaking from experience, they certainly didn't care about our safety or our security or our privacy or dignity or equal opportunities. Um, But you you took the initiative here. Um, Of course, as you said, he responded with, well, we don't really I don't really know what the policy is. That's how I took, you know, we we don't I don't think this is what we would use now in regard to the locker room. But that to me, sounds like he doesn't know what the policy is. He doesn't know what it should be. Um, And so you took the initiative and you sent over a list of questions, seven, eight or so questions, um, which I thought were so perfect. Um, And again, these questions were about the policies, both the ones that are already in place and and the future of what these policies look like in the locker room, the the competition aspect, um, even the silencing pieces from outside corporations and, and, and public opposition and different things, which I just thought was awesome. And so you included at the end, you said, I'll await your responses. And so I want you to know that I am also awaiting um, do we have any kind of timeline of, of when we would potentially expect an answer by? You know, I'm going to also, Riley, do this thing where we we submit the questions. And because he testified in front of the Senate, we can give him written questions, which are just as if it's as if he's still under oath and he has to answer them. So that's what I'm going to do here. So they're going to be official questions for the record. His answers will go into the congressional record because, you know, no more weaseling around. I mean, as you said yesterday, it was a lot of, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Let me get back to you. Okay, fine. Here's your chance. Let's oh. get this on the record. What's the policy? What are you going to do? Do you do you really think that there should be female, female sports? I mean, just answer us, yes or no, and, and tell us what you're doing to protect women. We're going to get these answers, uh, hopefully in the next few weeks. And I can assure you, as soon as we get them, we will put them out there. They will be official. They will be on the record. I'll make them public. And I frankly can't wait to see what he says. I mean, this shouldn't be hard. It should be easy. You should be able to sit there and do this in two minutes, right? But clearly, the folks at the bureaucrats of the NCAA are just scared out of their minds to talk about basic truth here. So we'll see. But uh, we're going to put them on the record. Well, I love it. Um, I think while you're at it and, and sending him these questions, I think you should send him a copy of your new book, Manhood, <laughs> um, The Masculine Virtue America Needs. Um, I told you off camera, I read the book. I think it's incredible. I think it's something that every person, of course, every man needs to read um, because what we're seeing is we have weak leaders. Um, We have spineless cowards with no backbone who are willing to throw their moral compass entirely out of the window if it means being seen as virtuous or kind or inclusive or compassionate or whatever other word they want to use. And so um, throw that in there while you're at it. Um, I appreciate appreciate you again. I know you're slammed. And so I wanted to keep it brief, but thank you for everything that you do um, and how you stand with women. Oh, thank you so much, Riley. It's been a privilege to be with you. Like I mentioned, um, I think Charlie Baker needs to learn a thing or two about manhood. 
Uh, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, make sure to check us out anywhere where you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, check us out at outkick.com. Uh, make sure to go to the rallygainscenter.org. Um, what this center is, is a way to inspire and support and provide resources to leaders, um, school board leaders, community leaders, national leaders, whatever that looks like. We need more leaders. Um, thank you for joining. We will see you again next week.